I was on the bus today mm-hmm. and there was a woman beside me with like do you ever see those women who are like on public transport and they take out like a whole meal in plastic bags it's the most disgusting thing in the world I'm like don't eat on public transport don't get your feet out just none of these uh, like okay if I'm absolutely starving and I'm running to something I'll eat a roll on public transport yeah. but like she took out crackers she had another bag of like plums or a something full charcuterie like. yeah and she was sitting right <laughs> beside me as well and I was just like did she have like a knife and a spread and everything as well? No, because <laughs> no, like, I had to get off then, but I was fascinated to see what she'd do. But like, yeah, I remember her being on like a dart one time and this woman took out hummus, bread and like, I don't know, some mixture of like carrots and shit like that and like made a sandwich on the dart. And I'm like, come on, you cannot be that far from home. That you <laughs> but like at least it's like nothing smelly, like if it was like tuna or like fish or something or it's gonna like smell up the whole like like trolley thing yeah like that would be tragic because then like especially if it's hot it's just gonna like linger for the rest of your journey as well True. so you're just gonna kind of hate your life hummus so. is stinky enough though yeah it's I, not great yeah you yeah. got like I a don't really like hummus either oh, oh my god i would love Thank hate you. with it like i try and convince myself that i like it i think but i just can't yeah i don't know something about it i love baba ganoush yes um i mm-hmm. make baba ganoush actually yeah um, you make me some actually one really easy <laughs> yeah um <laughs> Hello and welcome to Pre-Drinks at Layla's, the podcast where I, Layla Beauty, sit down with a guest and discuss the topic du jour. My guest this week is Gillian Mossop, dancer, artiste, extraordinaire, <laughs> jack of all trades, we don't really know what to call you. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me. Thank Jillian. you for having me. This oh. is a new experience for me. No problem. I'm very happy to have you here. Um so yeah, today we are drinking gin and tonics. Yeah. I'm not a fan of gin. My poison. Yeah. I know. Um although this one is actually really nice. They do grow on you. Mm. And if you get a really nice one, I feel like just the standard one can kind of be hit or miss but like yeah my favorite combination is like grapefruit and rosemary in a gin okay it's really light and refreshing it just kind of like kills that like really gross gin taste in okay mine. So maybe try nice. that one time soon mm, yeah because i like like a savory mm. one or yeah and grapefruit is quite savory mm-hmm. it's bitter mm. i must give it a try give it a go um yeah so we're here at the Bernard Shaw. Yes, we are. Fabulous venue. Gorgeous. Yes, our new home. <laughs> um, and yeah, our subject, our topic today, I'm going to reveal okay. is... I'm scared. <laughs> hit it, Niall. <laughs> attraction. attraction. It's attraction. Okay. Yes. Come on, let's gossip. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> I wanted a silly topic today mm-hmm. um, because, you know what, it's midweek, I'm a bit wrecked, and uh, let's just be silly. Yeah. Right, so, mm, are you straight, actually? As straight as can be, yes. Yeah, me too. I think, like, I heard Joanne McNally say it once, actually, do you know she is? Yeah, I do, I love her, yeah. Um, she put it so perfectly one day because obviously I have loads of gay friends and everything. I'm like mm-hmm. a queen fag hag kind of, but mm-hmm. um, I am like spiritually lesbian. Like I love girls. I just think they're amazing. Like just yeah. beautiful little souls and stuff. But I am like physically so violently straight. I know. I Isn't know. Horrible. I know. And straight men are horrible as well. They're so. They're not horrible. all horrible. I shouldn't say that because I have a lot of great straight men in my life. But my Do you? God, well. 
I can't think of anything. I ask me on the right day and I'll say that answer. (laughs) (laughs) It's really fun to be trans because you get to be straight, but like not be boring. Yeah. Um, You know, do you think there'll ever be a time when like being LGBT won't be cool anymore? I just think we're kind of coming to like an era at the minute where like it's obviously still kind of very new for a lot of people as well becoming accepted yeah. so like it still kind of is I hate saying this as well but it's like kind of trendy yeah no it is it but, is like... a bit trendy like and I think it's great for kids because like it's allowing them to experiment more and stuff definitely so like there's no like stigma being like oh my god you're gay what call it that whole thing but mm-hmm. like I think it will get to the point where like it's not you don't even blink twice about it yeah like what if it gets to the point where we're bored of it like what am I gonna do I will not thrive as a human being because I love the gays <laughs> I, <laughs> I know. don't know what I'll do with myself <laughs> what if like I'm trying to think of a cra- like obviously drag brunches and stuff are like huge at the moment yeah um, drag everything but uh yeah what if it gets to a point where like we're all bored of drag because I feel like again a bit trendy at the minute like drag queens and that whole thing very trendy obviously both my drag queens as well but, me too yeah um that's like, how we yeah, met two drag yeah, queens exactly. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to house of wig um but yeah no it might though because like it's just like anything with time that we're just gonna get kind of a bit bored of it and something oh. else is gonna come along oh so maybe we'll look back one day and maybe be like, like oh. ai drag shows or something like that oh that'd be cool yeah or like hologram oh, ai is my pet peeve is at it? the moment it's yeah crazy. i'm you know it's really annoying me how i see people posting on their stories all the time talking to ais and i'm like you know you're teaching them yeah. To take over, like, our jobs. It's but... really scary. Yeah, I hate that. Like, I, I haven't even spoken into one AI, I think, because I'm just, like, a bit weird about it. No, I'm not doing it. And I'm not, like, some big, like, conspiracy spirit, like, fierce freak and stuff. It's just, like, there's something about giving that level of power to, like, this whole system. I agree with you. That's really terrifying. And, like, even, like, seeing, like, cause, like I'd be really into fashion and stuff. So, like, it's amazing on so many aspects because, like, it's, like, opening up so many new platforms, like, design and creativity and things like yeah. that. Yeah. But, like, just even seeing, like, you able to type in just, like, yada, 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 and it will produce this amazing, like, garment that, like, nobody would even thought to think about. Yeah. It's, like, how did a computer do this? And, like, it's just pushing everyone. It's pushing people forward, I think, in a way, but it's just, it's scary. Like, you shouldn't be able to just type in a few things and, like, you have an yeah. essay or a design done for you, like. Well, like, this week, the week that we're recording, because I'm not sure when this is going to go out, but, like, this week it came out that, um, one of the articles published in the Irish Times was an AI, was written by an AI. Oh my God. Somebody submitted it. Like, as someone who studied journalism, that's terrifying. Loads like, of kids are getting done in uni now for it as well. Oh. So apparently... Get them to write their papers. Their papers and stuff, <gasps> but then how they're getting caught, I didn't know this until recently. Ooh. Um, When you're like doing your uh, citing and stuff like that and like your resources and everything. um, You can be like, oh, do my referencing for me. So like it will just like bring up a load of reference- references and stuff. And it's like putting down all these papers and things like that. And like, obviously, whoever you're handing the paper into is like a specialist in that yeah. field. So like, if your paper's really interesting, they're going to want to read some of these things. And like, there's been a few teachers going to read these documents and stuff and they're fake. They're made up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so AI is making up documents for them to like cite and stuff. It's crazy. Like, oh, it'd be raging. It's though. actually insane. What is happening to the world? I know. That whole like AI art thing as well like where real artists are like raging about it because yeah like, well obviously like you can't get a machine to do art for us like what's happening to us it, it is cool on some levels I think but at the same time it's just like it's taking a bit of the beauty away from it though I think yeah 100% I have a friend who um hi Jack um he <laughs> made an AI write what was it he made an AI write um like an evening of us um watching Gogglebox together um and like, like the dialogue full episode. Was, yeah it was like Layla and Jack watching Gogglebox and like 
then I don't know he gave it some other prompts but like did the he have to like, describe like, you as people and like give examples of how you would speak or was it just like he only did it within like two minutes so like he mustn't have put that much in but yeah I think he described us like and did it sound like you guys like did it sound like you guys sit and watching Goggle Box no because it was um like typed out so he was just like reading it out to me yeah but, like this thing but like, like was like the like, was the dialogue like stuff you were kind of saying kind was, of yeah a little bit weird. um and I was like, please don't do that. Don't be fucking my name. <laughs> uh, and tell it I like Gogglebox. So um, I don't like yeah, that. I'm, I'm very uncomfortable yeah, with that. Yeah, I get really weird about it. Like, <laughs> Okay, attraction back to the topic. Okay. What kind of people are you into? <laughs> well, men. <laughs> tell those men. Um, so, like, if, if you ask any of my friends, like, they'd be, like, musicians. And I famously say, like, men that look like eat cigarettes for breakfast. Like, that's very, like, heroin oh. chic. Yeah. Do love a bit of that. Ooh. But then, like, if I look back kind of at any of the men that I've dated, there have been a few that fit into that category, but, like, they wouldn't necessarily all be like that. So I definitely don't have a type. I love, like, people who are really passionate and, like, driven and, like, about something and, like, kind of don't have a normal job. Yeah. Like, that's I get a bit that. of my worst nightmare. Is it kind of, because, like, my job's not normal either, neither is my life. So I'm just like, I find not that it find hard to relate to them, but I just want someone who kind of like pushes me as myself to be better. Definitely. What about you? Yeah. What's your perfect man? I don't have a physical type, except Hosier. Like I, you know, <laughs> I mean, if he knocked on my door, I'd be saying yes. But uh, uh, like... I don't have like a physical type really, but I definitely have a personality type, and that is cunt. No, I'm joking. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's um. Dickhead. Yeah, no, um, ah, no, God loved them. I, I think I just kind of like men who are a bit troubled. Mm, and I don't think, them, I think like... if I said that to any of my exes, they'd agree, like, you know, that they're a bit troubled. Mm-hmm. Um, Did you know they were troubled, like, when you were... Yeah, I think that's what yeah, attracted, attracted me to them. To them. Yeah. I like a broken man. Yeah, because um, then they're kind of, I would, yeah, I can kind of relate to that, because then they're kind of, like, more obsessed with you as well. Yeah. Because you start giving them niceness. Is that even a word? Um, and... They just kind of want you more a little bit. I think I'm like a bit of a fuck girl in that like with like I, I don't know maybe I watch too much Sex and the City but I think it's never going to be like easy. You know? What Sex and the City character do you think you are? <laughs> definitely Samantha. I think. <laughs> or like I think, what combination of them do you think you are? Yeah I'm definitely like a Samantha and Carrie. I think I can I can be Samantha sometimes but then yeah I, I think like mental illness wise on Carrie because <laughs> she's fucking insane yeah, and I yeah. do like when I'm when I really like someone I go insane oh crazy yeah. I lose my mind oh thank you like I'm only trying to like kind of pull myself out of those like traits of mine now but like I lost the head off myself numerous times because yeah. I was so like enthralled by somebody yeah and it's I know. like you look back and you're like what the fuck was I doing I know and they look like Shrek half the time as well I'm like <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking like, unfeminist I know. Um, but yeah, I go to pieces. Um, yeah. And yeah. Um, but then as well, sometimes I say to my friends, my friends will be like, girl, why are you going back to him? And mm-hmm. I'm like, I need to get fed up with him again. Yeah. Like he needs, I, I need, they really have to piss me off in order for me to give up on them. Yeah. Sometimes I think they've done it. And then like after two months, I'm like, no, I need, I need to go again. I need again. Um, yeah. And then when I get really fed up. But yeah, it takes a long while to so would you, like, get me gone. Would you kind of always like drift back to people or like are you the kind of person that like what it's done is done? Well, obviously not because you just said that, but like would I... you find yourself kind of like always kind of like keeping them in the back burner a little bit and if something happened like... I have been. But like the last guy I got like 
almost serious with mm-hmm. cut it off completely was I broke up plane? with him okay. but he cut it off completely after that like and um, I'm not gonna lie I've drunk texted him a couple of times oh, and I oh, know and uh, I delete them because they're on WhatsApp but uh, <laughs> I mean he sees um, and like yeah, I don't see it didn't happen <laughs> complete silence yeah um, yeah and that's like a very unnatural state for me because like with somebody I cared about I find it hard to like let go of them but then yeah, you just have to get over it, really, mm-hmm. I think. It's hard, um, though, I think. I would struggle yeah. with that as well, kind of. Because I'm kind of petty that way as well. Not in a bad way, but, like, I kind of always want to have one up on somebody. Oh, definitely. And, like, not any harm to them. Like, I would never do anything crazy to kind of, like, make them feel bad. But, like, I love having the pride knowing that, like, the ball was in my court. Yeah. 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 Well, like, that's the first time I've broken up with a guy and I haven't stopped talking about it since. <laughs> <laughs> and Empowered. Then, yeah. And then... Yeah, I did do that thing. Like, I was inspired by Lana Del Rey when I was putting up posters Love. for my show. I put them all over my ex's streets. Stop. You know, she put a billboard up, like, opposite her ex's boyfriend. Yeah. What a fucking icon. Oh, like, I love that. Queen. Um, That's so cool. So, yeah, I, I copied her. Um, <laughs> did he see them? Obviously. I don't know about that one, but the other ex, that I bumped into him recently, and he was like, why is your face everywhere? <laughs> I was like... <laughs> No, I'm just successful me? now. I'm like, I don't know who put those up, but, but it was me. It was me. <laughs> um, oh. But yeah, we seem to have like a similar type. I'm into the heroin chic shit as well. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Do you think we're Eskimo sisters? Probably. Is that what they call it? <laughs> when you have sex with I thought that's one day. I call them igloo sisters. <laughs> because obviously the Eskimo was when you're going uku up. So if you have like the dome, I call it the igloo. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's okay. the Canadian coming out with me, though, because <laughs> obviously I'm just like, oh my God. Are you Canadian? I didn't yeah, know my accent's right. fucked. Oh, right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> How long have you been here? Like 10 years. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm, fair enough. Um, Eskimo sisters, for anyone who doesn't know, are like when, when you've had sex with the same guy. Mm-hmm. And I think Eskimo refers to the fact that snow has been left in you. Um, <laughs> gross. But uh, We'll get the black book out later. <laughs> <laughs> I had an experience recently where like it was like a friend of a friend... Um, knew that I'd had sex, been having sex with the guy. And then um, he got in touch with me because his friend was also having sex with that guy. And he was like, isn't that so weird? And I was like, not really. <laughs> it's like, you could throw a man, you throw a stone at a man in this, or a girl in this city and I probably had sex with someone yeah, she's had sex with. I mean, it's like one degree of separation yeah, in this town. I feel era. like it's worse for like the gays though, I feel like. Oh, way worse. Like at yeah. least like straight girls, you can kind of like, not straight girls, but like girls in general, you can just like kind of like branch out a little bit more. Whereas Definitely. like I feel like the gays have literally all touched each other at some point in their lives. Like, Definitely. and if not, it's going to happen very soon. Yeah. Like mm. they don't care and I love it. No. Yeah. It's kind of no. cool. Like I would like, I used to kind of be the person where I'm like, if I knew someone had sex with that I had been with, like, I'd be like, that little bitch. Like, yeah. that was mine. Like, how dare you? But now I'm just like, it's going to happen. Like I've yeah. done it to someone, I'm sure. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I have a friend and we like it's kind of a point of pride that we've had sex with a lot of the same men um but do you like compare notes to them and stuff no we actually don't really like every now and again we'll be like mm, don't you think this about him probably definitely had blackout conversations where we've been really oh God, politically yeah. incorrect about that yeah we're trying you yeah know? um so are you a jealous person um pro yeah like not, I don't think harmfully jealous. It would kind of be more jealous, like more harmful to myself, jealousy. Like mm. I would never kind of act out on a person if I was jealous on them. I would kind of like use it as fuel to like make myself better or like try 
again, maybe just one up that person, not again, like not in a harmful or malicious way, but it's just like, I'm so competitive as a people. Are movie. you? Oh my God. Yeah. Okay. Like I just like, I'm like such a perfectionist as well. Like, okay. Yeah. I've struggled with that a lot. So I think it kind of comes hand in hand a little bit. It does. Yeah. Um, something I'm working on. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Um, but like, uh, yeah, I would kind of like get jealous and then like, I used to kind of take it as like a hit against myself being like, what's wrong with you? But now I'm just like, I kind of use it as fuel. So it's kind of a more healthy way to process jealousy, Good. I feel like. Yeah. But like, I don't know, like sometimes I get jealous over like stupid little things and then I'll just like take a day or two and I'm like, what the fuck are you even like jealous about that for? Yeah. It's so easy to get caught up sometimes, I think. As it well. is. And just like yeah. insecure and like, especially you're kind of like going through other shit as well. It's just like, it's so easy to let something kind of knock you down and be like, well, why don't I have that? Or why does this person have this? Or why do they do that to me? And like, just be kind of pissed off about it but like I think you just get to a phase in your life where you just stop caring and I think I'm coming into that which is cool yeah but, totally I think it's important not to beat yourself up about that stuff yeah. though too because like I'm a genuine believer that you can't really help how you feel yeah you can channel it and as you said you're channeling it like yeah. you can channel it in good ways and like would you get very try to work um yeah I don't get jealous of partners mm. if we're talking attraction wise but I got quite jealous of like people's success and stuff yeah, like that if yeah. somebody's like in the same field as me I'm trying so hard not to compete but I do a bit um, a little bit of competition is healthy though at the same time yeah um, if you don't want to consume you like yeah I've yeah. been doing like acting a little bit of acting work lately and the play was amazing there are <laughs> thank you um, thank you for coming as well um, but there are some you know weirdos who are quite competitive and jealous and mm-hmm. they will like kind of go for you and like it's something I haven't really been used to since like my model days like I left modeling because I hated it yeah. so much and uh one of the things was that the women are so toxic it's the same as dancing um, oh is my, it? like dancing is fucking horrific yeah like you're like I like you go through it like obviously like I've been dancing since I was a kid and like Irish dancing there's competitions your entire life as well so like you're always being like put up to a very high competitive standard and like being paired against other kids your entire life and yeah. then, like when you go into like professional show dancing it's just like it's a doggy dog world like everyone is oh, kind of out for themselves like even if they are your friends like everyone kind of has that in them where like yeah they will throw you under a bus if they have to now yeah. I don't mean that in a bad way but like there's a lot of people who would do it badly and kind of fuck you over a little bit yeah so that's fucking mentally hard as well but like it's just toxic and I hate it yeah like you kind of have to like know who your people are from the get-go to kind of keep your sanity as well because again there is so many like toxic people like people on sets or people at like tours and stuff like that like even just management and things like that not even like dancers themselves like because you're traveling all the time and stuff too so it's just like knowing kind of how to protect yourself from those kind of people and like not let it get to your head too much to the point where you kind of break down a bit but it's mental that's what like the minute I arrive on set I'm looking around for like the nicest person and just being like the most genuine person yeah. who's like quite chill and then because uh, I, I think personally like I get quite influenced by the people around me so yeah. like if I'm around someone who's really relaxed about things then I'll relax but like if I'm around someone who's kind of highly strung they'll stress me out yeah Um. you're probably lucky you're like a bit older as well now like going back into it and stuff though because like if modelling was like kind of chaotic for you as well I'm saying chaotic so much oh my god <laughs> Um, if modelling was kind of like stressful for you like it's just like you're probably how old were you doing modelling like yeah, like 18, 19. Yeah, so yeah. you're still like so impressionable and like you yeah, kind of want to it. please everyone. Mm-hmm. Whereas like now you probably know yourself more and you're like more comfortable in yourself that you can kind of like pick those people to be around. That's it. And just yeah. like look at it as a job when you go in and just be like, I'm just here to do my job yeah. and like hang out with people that you want to and like mm-hmm. everything aside from that is just like, okay, bye, I'm leaving yeah. now. Yeah. Like, 
kind the of creative to... stuff that you can get so burned yeah. by pe- by other people. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I wish I suppose it's because we we all feel that like you know we only will get one shot ever mm-hmm. and stuff like that and. It's so hard not to buy into that. Oh, yeah, it comes around and fucks us all. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. We're all going to get old and ugly, okay? Um, Well, I'm getting Botox, so we'll see. Gorgeous. (laughs) Okay. To attract someone, have you ever pretended to be someone you're not? Oh. I don't, like, I would love to say no, but I'm sure unconsciously, like, I have, like, Mm-hmm. I think anyone who says they haven't is lying. Okay. Like, I'm sure, like, someone has come into everyone's lives where you've really, really fancied them and, like, you knew that they, like, were a bit different to you or whatever. You knew that you could kind of, like, twist yourself in some sort of way mm-hmm. to really make them fancy you. So, like, I can't... I can't, like, pinpoint an exact time, but I'm sure I have. Like, yeah, it's a bit of a performance gets a big, like, like, is, Yeah. Um, like... Yeah. No, I go, I go insane. Do you? Like, oh. Would you, like, do a full, like, performance piece and just, like... Yeah, no, I will, like, pretend to be, like, <laughs> so chill, so, like, normal, so, um, you know, I'll be like, oh, you know, I don't mind that you, um, leave your socks on the floor. Uh, actually, yeah. I don't really care about that, but I, mean, I can't think of examples, but yeah, I, like, slowly start to be like... Yeah. Okay, this is what I need, and this is what I'm fussy about, and stuff. I definitely um, kind of morph into who I fancy, to some extent. Like, if if I'm hanging around them a lot, and, like, say, like, it's the party, like, rock and roll boy or whatever, like, I will kind of, like, bring out that madness in me a little bit. Really? Yeah. (laughs) Even more so. (laughs) Um, I, like, not, like, not really, like, trying, like, really hard, but, like, I do notice that kind of, like, that's what I have more focus on than just being that, like, fun little... Right. side of me whereas like say I was dating like some professional athlete or something then it's when I go back to like I'm so fit and healthy and I had my green smoothie this morning <laughs> and, oh my god no like I'm done partying like just that kind of stuff but I think mm-hmm. it's me fighting with myself about like what side of me I like more yeah because <laughs> they're both very prevalent but it's just like I'm <laughs> it's almost like I'm a damsel in distress like waiting for the right person to come along and like tell me which one of those I am oh my god yes you've to just put me. words to a way that I feel definitely like, yeah. it's like one of those kind of weird things where I'm just like I'm not changing for them because it's still very much traits traits that I have but it's just like when someone comes in I'm like okay well is this the person that I'm meant to be with now yeah also so toxic oh no <laughs> like, I get after it, one day I'm like that's my husband um <laughs> but like yeah no I would definitely do that I think and then like I think that's when I know they're not right for me is like if I find like exhaust what I'm doing for too long I'm like I'm not happy like putting this kind of charade on yeah not a charade again like I'm not faking who I am as a person I love a green smoothie I love a bop and mm-hmm. like nafters but um I will find myself kind of like burnt out almost yeah. like I'm like holding up that one side and like not Definitely. kind of feeding the other side keeping the balance yeah. enough yeah so it's just it's funny like what about you sometimes I worry that like I would be one of those women who like gets married and just like ditches all her friends and is like, okay, I'm done partying. That mm-hmm. was a fun side of my life <laughs> and like disappears for like a year. And yeah. then I come back and I'm like, guys, we separated. Yeah. Like, that kind of thing. <laughs> like, oh God, like I really hope I'm not. But like, have you ever done that in a relationship where you just kind of cut off all your friends? And no, stuff? but like I've never really had like mm. that serious of a relationship. Like I've never had the opportunity. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I think I'm very into my friends. So like, yeah, uh, I don't know. I just have all these worries about, I think as well, like, yeah, because I've spent like most of my life single. I'm like, what 
you know, what am I going to be like when mm-hmm. I'm with someone? Do you um, want like a relationship? Are you happy like being single with now? I um, like I'm definitely of... happy being single, and yeah. that like that took a long time. I felt very lonely for a long time. Yeah, like I'm definitely happy being single right now, but like I definitely wouldn't say no. Like I'm open, but um, yeah, I've been doing a little bit of dating and lately, and now I'm like. Oh, it's do I exhausting. really have the time for this? It's yeah, exhausting. it's a full time job. It's yeah, yeah. Like, it's one of my friends did it perfectly. Like he lives in Amsterdam now and he's gay and like he was just doing his masters there and stuff. And um, he had like a week off I think in March or something, mm-hmm. and he had nothing to do. And he was like, "I'm blocking off this week to go dating." And yeah. I was like, "What do you mean?" And he was just like, "I have these times set aside in the day to talk to people on the apps, and then I have these days booked off for whoever wins the battle." to go on a date with okay and I'm like a bit genius but yeah. also sad yeah <laughs> like sad. it's just it is but like the effort of talking to people on the apps and stuff like I like deleted them all there a while ago except for one but um it's just I can't be arsed yeah I do I am um, I like literally I'm like within like five messages I'm like oh here are we going for a drink or what like, you have to do I it immediately can't. like yeah. yeah unless you do um, it from the get-go it's just like it's gonna so fizzle. many time wasters on the apps I think they love to just like pretend yeah. they love to have like the same new girlfriend that they can text on the other end of the phone experience and then they actually have no interest in meeting up do you find because you're trans as well that like people kind of do it more to you um a lot less since yeah I got my um Gretchen my, oh my that's what I call my vagina. Um, a lot less since I got her. Um, but yeah, um, I definitely had that a lot when I was like younger and mm-hmm. stuff. Like men who would like, you know, string me along for ages, and then they'd be like, "Oh, you know, I can't make our date and everything." And eventually, I realized, "Oh, you're just actually afraid to meet up," and um, so... that sort of thing. But like, I'm really good at weeding them out these days. Yeah. Um. But yeah, oh, I went on like an excruciating date recently. What happened? I hope he doesn't listen. Um, no, it was just like... <laughs> Keep names out of it. <laughs> it only lasted like 40 minutes because... What? You know, one of those people were like... Where, where, where did you go on the date? Like what set it up for me and what happened? We went to a bar that I go to all the time, but I don't want to say the name because in case there's creeps. Oh, see, I don't do that on um, dates. If I'm going on a date, like I take them somewhere that I would never really go. That's so clever. Yeah. Um, I've learned that as well though because I used to do that. And now I'm just like... Because like one... If it's somewhere you frequent, like, you're more likely to, like, run into somebody that you know. Yes. And I find that mortifying. Also that, yeah. yeah. It's either an ex-boyfriend or someone that I know as a friend <laughs> that's yeah. been like, Neh! and I'm like, please leave me alone. Yeah. Um, or, like, what was I going to say? Oh, you run into somebody. Or, like, people are just watching you. Like, the staff are watching you. That's it. That's. But actually, this helped me this okay. time because, um, so we were, like, eating at the bar because it was really busy. And, uh. We were like talking and like I could not drag conversation out of him. The only time I ever got him to engage in conversation was when I, he talked about his ex. And then he talked about her for ages. No. Giving out a better no. so bitter and everything. No. Oh no. And like don't talk bad about your ex. I don't care. Just don't do it to me. Like, like you do it yeah, to your friends if you need to rant or whatever. But like I, I do not need to listen to that as somebody who's like trying you out. <laughs> and uh, one of the staff who I know came up eventually and was like are you okay? Because I looked so miserable. And after she said that to me, like, she said that in front of him, and then he what did was he like, say? he was just looking, like, confused, but then we, like, had to carry it on the date, and then I was like, what am I doing? Yeah. Like, I was like, I obviously look so miserable on this, and I was like, and I feel it. So, I asked Was there her, any like, banter at all, or was it just him no, talking about his ex uh, I could not drag him out, drag, like, I, and then, yeah, so then I was like, do you know what, let's, I, I was like, I, I'm gonna go, 
Um, but I was like, you know, this is lovely and whatever. And then Fuck. he left <laughs> and then he texted me the next day and was Shut like, up. I had a really good time. Fuck off. It freaks me out so much when they do that. When I they're like, I had a really good time. I love delusion for him though. I'm like, good for him. You seemed miserable. <laughs> the only time you seemed to be slightly enjoying yourself was when you were giving out about your ex. Like, <laughs> I would love to be that deluded though. Cause like, I don't know if you're like me in a sense, like I could go on a date. I, see, I'm actually really shy when it comes to like dating people and stuff. Like okay. not necessarily like meeting them, but like when it comes to progressing it, mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. I just like, think they're like never good enough for anyone. Like no one's like going to be one part of like my chaotic <laughs> life and stuff. So like, I'm kind of that person. So always like, I wait for them to kind of like initiate a second date or whatever. But like, totally. I would love to get level of deluded where I just like text after being like, I had an amazing time. Thank you. Even if you fucking hated me. Like, oh, you know. Just for a bit of closure, at least. Like. It shocks me so much when it's like, yeah, when I'm like, that was a horrible day and they seem yeah. to come away thinking it was a success. What I'm did like, you say to him? How can you be that to like, How did you... I was just like, oh, um, it was nice to meet you, but I don't think there was a spark. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which I say genuinely to people sometimes. Sometimes I really enjoy, like I had a day about, like a couple of weeks ago, a few weeks ago, where like we spent about five hours together. Mm-hmm. But like after like an hour, I was like to him, I actually don't think there's a spark, but will we... You know, we go for a bite to eat and we yeah. have a drink and stuff because he was nice. Like, yeah. But uh, I just wasn't like physically attracted to him, mm-hmm. um, which happens. And I'd rather someone did that to me than. Yeah, honesty is key. I yeah. just learned that as well. It's just like better be upfront with because you're wasting people's time as well. Definitely. And like, I wouldn't want my time wasted. It's like, no. I have way more stuff for people who just be like, like that. Like, just like, oh, I think you're great, but like, this just isn't going to go yeah. anywhere. Like, and, and like, that's I fine. definitely did. And then I was like, I'm all dressed up. Like, yeah. I, you know, I look nice. So let's like bounce around the bars yeah. and just chill. Um, so Win that's then. nice. Um, do you think you could do like an open arrangement? No, no, I know hand in my heart that I couldn't. You couldn't, okay. I like fair, I, it's something I've talked about loads. Like obviously, like, it's like really like common in the gay community as well. So like, loads yeah. of my friends have been through this like conversation and stuff like that as well. But like, it's so nice to talk to a fellow hag. I must say that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go on. Hags unite. <laughs> um, God hates hags. <laughs> <laughs> he loves them. Um, but. Yeah, I just, I know I couldn't. Because, like, again, it's kind of going about the whole jealousy topic as well. Yeah. I'm not jealous with partners, but, like, I just know it would, like, tip away at my brain That's if fair. I knew that person was going out and getting other people. Because, like, again, like, you don't, you don't have just one love of your life. Like, no. there's going to be lots of that you connect with and stuff like that. And, like, it would be more the fear that, like, that person was going to find a better connection with someone else for some reason. It could be me or it could be, I'm not putting it all on that person. Like, mm-hmm. it could be me for all I know and I break their hearts, you know what I mean? But it's just, like, I just, yeah, I just think it would wreck my head a lot. I think it would just really cause a lot of mental turmoil for myself. Yeah. And probably the person I was with as well because I'd be like, ah! like, <laughs> waiting with a knife for them or something. <laughs> like, who are you with? Like, sitting in darkness at 4 I'm like... But yeah, I don't know. It's it's a really interesting topic though because like part of me would like love to be able to like say that I could do it because mm-hmm. I think it takes like, a really like kind of mentally strong person to do it as well. Yeah. Like it is a bit admirable in a way, especially kind of the way the world's going and stuff. Like I feel like monogamy's dead a little bit and stuff too. Like, mm-hmm. um, but I'm an old hopeless romantic and I'm like, I just want to find my true love and be with him. Yeah. Day. Well, I think like, <laughs> you know, as much as we're talking about like monogamy is going out the window and stuff, like I think that that comes in recognising that, like, not everyone is monogamous. Yeah. But, like, I definitely think there are some monogamous people. Like, I, I think there are people who monogamy really suits. Yeah. And, yeah, just the ideal is, like, finding both. Because... Do you think you could do it? Well, I've done it. Have yeah. you? Yeah. For, like... Eight, like, eight months. Oh, my sometime. God. And um, was it you that suggested... Like, who suggested it? 
Because I feel like one person always gets more hurt than the other person as well. Just with like people that I've seen in them and stuff like that. There's always one person that kind of suffers more in that scenario. Um, Well, see, I never, um, you know, I've never had a relationship since I got my vag. So, got my Gretchen. Um, So, I would always have like been like... So, like, I, well, I'm just gonna go, I'm just gonna say it, so stop listening, mom. Um, <laughs> I've never, I never did anal before. Like, okay. I, I didn't like it. I tried it a few times, I didn't like it. So, like, I'd be like, mm. I never felt like I could ask for um, monogamy from a guy for that reason, which is, you know, a bit shit. But then I actually don't think I really need it. I needed it. Um, I never got, like, bad about it or whatever. I think it's kind of flattering in a way when, like, a guy comes back to you all the time. Yeah. But then. Yeah, but then, like, I can't, I can't honestly say whether I'd feel the same now that I have, like, a new body. But, um, I remember, like, yeah, with the guy I did it with, like, we had to have, like, quite set rules. But that was something I learned while, like, something I learned in action because... Okay. I was, like, um... Was he kind of abusing it more than you were, or...? Yeah, Yeah. and then, like, oh, like, one time this was actually, like, horrific, um, I... I came back to his apartment like unexpectedly. We we met up for food unexpectedly, like mm-hmm. both after work, and then uh, we went back to his place. And then anyway, we were like kissing on the couch, and like he clearly wanted to have sex. And I was like, okay, like we go into the bedroom, and uh, he was like, um, oh my bedroom's quite messy. And I was like, oh, that's I don't mind. And then we went in, and like there were condoms there, and so he clearly like had sex with someone the night before, and like I did it. Like I went and had sex with him because I didn't feel like I felt like I'd be the psycho girlfriend if oh I was like. God. That's so and sad, then though. it is like it's a bit that that was really bad and then like I really had to be like okay I need really good boundaries yeah you because, like, like you should have you should have said my room is messy and when I said that's okay you should have said no there's condoms in there like do you yeah. know like it's it's one thing knowing that it's happening it's very different seeing it yeah exactly happen. but like the next morning like I had a good chat with them and stuff like that but um yeah uh, oh, see I would have by the neck been like. <laughs> 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 like <laughs> I would have been sewing it from the curtains, like drop kicking and being like, hey, who was here? Like... <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm still, I suppose I'm still figuring that part, that part of myself, but like, I don't see myself needing monogamy from somebody, but I think there would be times when I need monogamy. Like, I'll be yeah. like, I'm a bit fragile at the moment. Can we just see, cut things off with other people? Yeah. And stuff like that. And like, for him to be able to say that as well, mm-hmm. you know? And yeah, I don't know how I'd feel about them dating somebody else. Um, yeah, see, that's yeah, that's a good point as well. It's like different if you're just doing hookups versus yeah. um, like proper dates. Yeah. Because again, I know a lot of people who have open relationships who are like just purely hookups and yeah. like no contact with that person really. But like if it happens like a night out or something, that's fine. But like don't keep in contact with that person yeah. and like don't pretend that like it's more than it is sort of thing. That's the most common way, I think. Yeah. You really have to trust someone though, I think. Like yeah, you, oh, you really, do. really yeah. have to trust someone. Yeah. It's just, yeah. Especially, oh God, this might be controversial, but uh, I think that sometimes men, like they, they're given an inch and they take a mile. Like, oh God, so, yeah. You know, they'd be like, oh, I don't know. Uh, you can imagine what I, what I was going to yeah. say, but I better not say anything else because <laughs> I have men's rights activists in mind. <laughs> Turn the mic on off. <laughs> what do you wear to dates? I don't it just depends because like I would have a kind of very eccentric and out there fashion anyway and I'm like I love your fashion it thank 
Thank you. You're welcome. It pisses me <laughs> off sometimes though because I think like straight boys, especially with no sense of style whatsoever, can like think that I'm a bit high maintenance. Oh yes, I've been there. But really, I just wake up and put cool stuff on. Yeah. And I like I know that I do that and like. Obviously, I put more effort into dates and stuff like that because you want to look good and like you just want to feel nice for yourself as Definitely. well. Like, but yeah, it just it depends where we're going and what the vibe is and who it's with and like kind of how comfortable I am with that person. Like, if it's kind of somebody that say I would have met like a friend or like on a night out, that I would kind of like know or from like a circle or something that I sort of know already. I think I would just kind of go like more casual, cool, just like mm-hmm. the way that I'd normally day to day dress and stuff. Um. But if it's kind of someone that I've probably romanticized a little bit and like yeah. already put on a pedestal in my head, then I will kind of go the extra mile. So it's either just like my usual like wannabe Harajuku girl kind of moment where like <laughs> I'm a mini skirt, my like five inch platform heels and Gorgeous. a furry coat or something. I don't know. It just depends. Like, yeah, I don't really plan it either, which is so bad because I waste so much time than like rummaging Before through my wardrobe. Yeah. And I should think about it more, but it's just like. <laughs> And there's times as well where you put something on and like it's too late to turn around and change. And like, I don't know if you're like me in this, but like I will sit on a date and be like, I fucking hate what Oh, I'm, I'm exactly the and same. And it's all that I can think about. Not just a date, I'll do that like in general. I'll be like, why the fuck did I wear this? Yeah, but yeah. it's even worse on a date because you're like, this person, way worse, actually, I'm like, this person yeah. hates me now because I don't know what I'm wearing because I know they like me. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, what would you wear? What's your go-to? Again, I'm like exactly the same as you. If I have the fantasy a bit more and mm. stuff, I dress. Mm, but then I go through phases like sometimes I feel I like to dress like um, a bimbo yeah sometimes I like to dress like um, a sex machine Mm -hmm. Um, sometimes I like to dress kind of yeah then like kind of flowy and bohemian so and would you cater that to the kind of guy you're going on a date with Hmm? would you like cater that to the kind of guy you're going on a date with would it depend or what the like vibe is (sighs) if I'm (laughs) going if I'm going on a date with a tall man Mm -hmm. I'm usually trying to win him so I usually have my breasts on show yeah Side note, mm-hmm. I was only thinking about this like yesterday because I was wearing quite a booby dress. Men stare at your tits oh, so much. Oh, honey. Like, I don't think you can see. No, and like, it's like my face is like, and I'm short as well. Like you're tall. It's like, you're probably at like eye level with a lot of them a yeah. lot of times. You know what I mean? So it's like, you can blatantly tell. I can just kind of like look at their knees because I'm a midget. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I just keep walking and pay no heed to it. But it's just like. It's so like I don't just stare at their dick the entire time. No, like, oh, oh. no. Like if I got caught, I'd have the decency to be like embarrassed. Yeah, yeah. like I'm um, like, oh, I'm sorry. Like yeah, no, I wouldn't have. Like I don't know how they have the balls. Well, obviously they just don't care. But uh, like they don't give a shit. Like yeah, I was walking past a bin man yesterday, and like he stopped, looked at me, and then just looked down and like stared. And then I think as well, like I I feel like men used to look at well, people used to look at like. My Adam's apples try and figure out if I was trans and then I got rid of that. So now I feel like they look at my tits. And like, Bye, Adam. Are they real? Um, <laughs> but yeah, my tits actually are real. Gorgeous. But um, they just... Great tits. They're just big for some reason. Um, but, well, not huge, but you know. More than a handful is just a waste. Yeah. I, I make the same joke yeah. every um, time I have sex with a guy when I take... My, when my top finally comes off, I'm like, are they the biggest ones you've ever seen? And sometimes they'll be like, no. <laughs> I'm like, I'm joking. Jesus. You're like, you should still answer yes anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but they're bigger than my Worship sisters. Worship me. So. <laughs> no, it's so annoying. Because like, even if they're like across the street, they'll like just literally do a side eye. You're like, do you have nowhere to be? Honest to God. Like, Pornhub is there for a reason if you need it. Honestly. Or Instagram. Yeah. Like, there's some people just flashing their tits. Yeah, and, like, I, I do feel kind of shy if I'm on my own. It's something, like, that I have to, like, kind of coach myself through and be like, babe, mm. 
you love this dress like stop worrying about your nipples being on show yeah like, but... you have to kind of get past the male gaze i feel like yeah because i'm a big believer that like breasts to me just aren't genitals same like, yeah I just... it's a fashion thing to me yeah like even like not like i love not wearing a bra either and like a white tank top and just looking like trailer trash but like definitely just because my tits are out and i can see my nipples it doesn't mean that you're allowed to just like gawk at them for hours no. I'm not, again i'm not asking for you to sit there and do that like it's it's fashion, exactly. Like, yes, it's how I want to look. Also, like, like guys can walk around with their tops on and their nips out. So, like, what's the problem? All the time. There's a certain club I go to, which I'm not going to name, <laughs> where the men take their tops off all the time. Where would that be? <laughs> <laughs> but um, I do. I often take my top <laughs> off. Yeah, but like, I'm a big believer. If you know, if you're allowed your nipples out, then I'm allowed my nipples out. Yeah. Um, and that's that. I can't even remember how I got into this. What was I saying? Since I got boobs. Something about what my boobs. sidetracked on. <laughs> oh, what you would wear on a date. That's what it was. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Basically, I. it depends on my mood. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Yeah. Okay. Actually, this is similar to what we were just talking to you. How do you deal with catcalling? Um, I kind of just laugh it off now. Yeah. Like, it's it's different if you're alone. Certain scenario sort of thing, isn't it? Like, Definitely. If it's late at night and you're walking home alone or something, and like there's not a lot of people around, someone cat calls you, it's a bit more kind of like shiver up your spine sort Sinister, of thing. And it gets yeah. me really mad, and I'm just like, you're a fucking loser. Like, yeah, girls don't really go doing that. No. Like now, I remember like being like 15, 16, my friends would drive a car and be like, oh hi boys. Yeah. But like, gorgeous impression. Sound like your man from Family Guy, like, creepy old man. Um, but um. Yeah, like, that's not being, like, biased. Like, that's a bit more, like, playful. Yeah. Like, I'm not being like, get your cock out. Like, yeah. Whereas, like, men do with the intent of making you feel uncomfortable, I think. I think so. I think they enjoy it. And also, yeah. when has, a, like, sorry, like, when has a girl ever ran after your car being like, please, please take me. Like, yeah. let's hang out. It's no. disgusting. It's gross. And, like, that culture, like... If we're in the midst of cancel culture, like cancel catcalling, please. Honestly. If anything is to be cancelled, like just cancel it because it's not cool. Yeah. Half the men that are doing it, like, are not. If it was Brad Pitt catcalling me now, I'd be like, okay, let's go. <laughs> but like, we're running down the street. Probably even one of Brad Pitt, though, to be fair. Um, <laughs> but like, no, it's just, it really gives me the ick. I'm like, yeah. get over yourself. I don't. Yeah, I don't know if like. I, I kind of go, oh, give over, or whatever, yeah. like, laughing. And I think sometimes they think, like, that's me, like, flirting back. But I'm actually, like, this is, like, if I <laughs> get... twirling your hair. <laughs> I'm, like, if I get annoyed at you, I will get annoyed for the whole, for, like, two hours. So I'm actually just, like, bounce, trying to bounce what you just said away. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I find it very fucking weird. It's, it's again, if you're with someone, it's easy to just be, like, ugh. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it just makes you feel... Well, yeah. it makes me feel very, like, visible. Yeah. You know? It's just not a nice thing. Like, I no. know, like, even some of the drag queens that we would know and stuff, just, like, when they're out in drag in town and stuff, like, people driving by saying things to them, too, and everything. Yeah. It just makes me sick. I'm like, yeah. it happens to everyone, but... I know, yeah. It's just, yeah. It's... I don't even get why it's a thing anymore. I know. I know. Like, or what you're achieving by doing it. Like, I just, yeah. It's gross. I agree with you, though, that it's, like, yeah, uh, making you uncomfortable kind of thing. You just get, um, like, you feel like... It just gives me like the heebie-jeebies for like a little bit after, kind of like you, just kind of like pissed me off for a good while. Yeah, I'm like depends what's said as well. Like if it's something really kind of vulgar that's said towards you, it's like I kind of really do see red a little bit. Yeah, and it'll kind of shake me a bit more. But if it's just like some like group of young lads being like, Whoa! you're like, oh, 
again, give over. Like, yeah, but. if it's one person on their own, see, actually, this is something I realized recently. It's like when people come, like, slide into your DMs and are like really gross and sexual or whatever. I would always like give out to them and be like, who do you think you are? Mm. Blah, blah, blah. Your cock is disgusting. That kind of thing. And then one of my friends, I remember showing like a massive rant and like the messages just kept going on. And she was like, babe, he's getting off on it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, he has like a humiliation kink or something. Oh, stop. I can't believe I had never realized that. I'm I didn't really know that was a thing either. Yeah. Um. So, so like, that hap- like, so like now I'm even afraid to turn around in the street and be like, fuck off. Like, do you know? Yeah. It's like, what if he's getting off? I never on thought it? of that actually. Yeah. Basically, if you're a man listening to this, a straight man, or a gay man who cock calls, or just anybody any- else who cock calls, stop. Just stop. Stop. For the love of God, please. From stop. Gillian Mossop. Thank you. XOXO Mossop <laughs> and, girl. And Layla. Um, yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm annoyed after talking about yeah, that. Let's, it let's talk about something. Brian's in my gears. Um, what do you think like, is the thing you do that people, men are attracted to? Oh, God. I just think I'm a loser. Like, I think I'm quite a dork. Like, so oh, I, I actually oh, don't. For no, I don't know. <laughs> I'm really bad to like up on myself because, like, again, it's this whole perfectionist thing where, like, I just beat myself down. Like, Fair. a lot, but, like, do you know what I mean? I'll so, go first. I'll go first. Yeah, you go first to kind um, of. <laughs> I. I'm a really good cook. Okay. And a lot of men love, love yeah. that. So. I actually don't cook for a man for a while because I'm afraid that they'll like me for my cooking. <laughs> I don't know where I got that idea from. <laughs> but there's these like hungry men out there. Engagement like, rings are left, for right, and centre. A wife who can cook. Um, but yeah, I'm a really good cook. So like, I love, I'm like... How many dates would you wait until you cook for him? Usually like five or six. Five or six times having sex. It's like the next bit of intimacy yeah. after having sex. But uh yeah, when the first night I'm cooking for a man, I'm like, oh, he's gonna love this. What's and, like, your like I get go very to? Excited about that. What would you cook? Um, what's your like special? I used to do like a really good lamb tagine. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I've gone really good at like making homemade pasta. Oh, so gorgeous! Next time I cook for a man in. 2030 probably um, <laughs> will be uh, will probably be pasta mm. but like a fancy one obviously fancy, not like yeah. fucking from Tesco or whatever mm-hmm. um, but yeah okay now you have to say something nice about yourself Julian. imagine okay. that okay I'm trying to think really, it actually is a really hard question to like look at yourself like that I suppose mm-hmm. um like I, I am quite a softy and like I am really really caring behind, beyond this bitchy exterior I believe that yeah um so like when I properly get to know someone like I really just like do care about them and like let them know they're cared for and like you're a caretaker yeah a mm. little bit just yeah. kind of like being their like biggest fan and their best friend lovely that's like kind of what I thrive at doing because I want that from someone as well do you Definitely. know what I mean so I just think that that's what I'm just like naturally good at doing yeah without having to think about anything probably off the top of my head and it's not like me going out of my way to do it. it's just kind of like a natural thing that comes when I trust yeah. someone I think which is yeah. a nice thing as well no that is nice so a few like, get to see it but <laughs> <laughs> yeah but yeah, that, yeah that would be that would definitely be something that would make you feel safe yeah. in a relationship yeah exactly um, I expect that from the men I'm with yeah them to be my biggest fan but I never give it back yeah oh god you know it takes me a while to kind of break down my walls a little bit fair enough yeah. maybe nobody's gotten that far with me <laughs> maybe I am nice under here somewhere somewhere um okay this is a question. 
But it's mostly because I want to talk um, about it. Have you ever been with someone trans? No, actually. No. I haven't. Me neither. Really? Yeah, it's not so un-PC. I don't um, think so. Like, I don't think it's that bizarre, though, at the same time. Because you've known you were a woman your entire life. So it's just like, you're kind of on the same level. Like, I would look at it that way. Yeah. Where, like, you're oh, on yeah. the same level as me, where you probably just never put yourself in that situation as much. Yeah. And just because you are, like, just because you are something doesn't mean you have to get with that. Yeah. Do you know? Yeah. I was in um, a gay club in Glasgow in January, and there was this... I'm just going to say person, because I actually don't know how they identified, mm-hmm. but uh, they were, like, we were, like, dancing together, and I thought... I did, I, at first, I thought we were just, like, dancing, being, like, girlies together, and then they, like pressed grabbed my hips and like pressed their body against me and they were like do you feel that and I was like yeah and they were like that's my strap <laughs> and I was like oh okay and then, weird opening line <laughs> and then well like that if, if I mean if a cis man did that to me I'd be like get off me yeah. like so I was like okay and then I was like really fucking weird and then I went over to my friend and I was like that, that person over there just made me feel their strap and my friend was like I'm going <laughs> <laughs> in a nightclub in Glasgow. <laughs> well, actually, you know, if it was going to happen anywhere, it probably wouldn't probably be in a nightclub in Glasgow. I'm going. I was like, obviously, I'd be way more freaked out. <laughs> you more security. Oh, like. But um, yeah, I was I was sleeping with the guy for like a long time, like sleeping and seeing each other. Like we went for dinners and stuff, but like we never like defined it. And then one time, he was the subject of like having a threesome came up, and he was like, "Would you have a threesome with a girl?" And I was like, "Well, yeah, like I've done it." I was like, I find them quite boring, to be honest. But uh, I was like, you know, I'm not into women. And uh, he was like, okay. But like, you you do one with a trans woman, would you? And I was like, no. Mm. As I said, I'm not into women. Like, I yeah. was like, so obviously I would do one if I wanted to. But then, but he was like, oh, I'm so shocked by that. Like, I thought you'd be. And I was like. Did that kind of piss you off when he had that oh, kind of viewpoint about it? Like, because this was pre my surgery. And yeah. I was like. You literally just admitted that you see trans women as their genitals. Like what? Like literally, that's how it felt to me anyway. Like he literally like (laughs) Yeah, like I only went down with him like ten more times. (laughs) No one joking. He was a good fuck, to be honest. Um, But no, no, I could never feel the same about him after that, really, but Yeah, that would make it kind of see someone. Yeah. um, Yeah, true. But yeah, no, I stopped like going for the romantic part of our relationship. Yeah. After that. Yeah. Which probably suited him, to be honest. Mm. Fucking man. Um, <laughs> this is not a male bashing podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I've been with a person with a vagina before. And then that was fine. And like, but like, I wasn't attracted to the woman. And like, I've never been attracted to a woman. But mm-hmm. yeah, like, obviously, if I was attracted to a trans man and he was post-surgery or, you know, he was never getting surgery, I definitely think I could be into that. It's like, you know? did you see him? Um, I don't know if you watched like Too Hot to Handle on Netflix. No. So there's... I have taste. <laughs> well, I know. Really it was COVID. It was dark times. I had nothing <laughs> okay, else to okay. watch because I'd exhausted the entire Netflix catalog. Thank you. Um, Sorry for calling you weirdos. <laughs> but there's this girl and she was like, she's been on like multiple Netflix dating shows now because she's like super hot. Like she's gorgeous. Like mm-hmm. her name's like Francesca Farago or something like that. And she's actually Canadian as well. Whoop. Um, but she's actually just recently engaged to a trans man. Okay, cool. Yeah, and yeah. I think they're the cutest thing in the world. Yeah. And I think that's cool as well to kind of see, because she's got like millions of followers, I think, on Instagram and stuff. And I just think it's really cool to like see someone with that kind of following, like be openly with. Definitely. Yeah. Um, I just think it's amazing. And they look so happy as well. Yeah. I, I'm often thinking that with like TV as well. Like, um, 
you know, there's loads of representation of trans people on mm. TV now, but like they're never really the love interest or like yeah that's very true and very rarely like they're happily in a relationship or whatever. it's always like the troubles and trials and relations of like being a trans person yeah like, or they're like the best friend who's yeah. just like saucy or whatever but yeah. like they this kind of like the undeveloped gay character like yeah. 10 years ago it's now like the undeveloped trans character underdeveloped um yeah and then I can't I can't watch Euphoria everyone tells me oh well she has loads of sex and love interests in Euphoria but like I can't watch things about teenagers mm. having sex yeah. no way really weirds me out yeah and also like I, it will just make me feel like oh I had the worst teenage years ever and I had a great teenage years yeah why you know? I go apart from the fact that I was a boy but like <laughs> other than that it was great <laughs> small details um, so yeah I think that's that's all the questions I have for you do you have any questions for me I get so bad and put on the spot this kind of stuff. Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> Will we do the next segment and then you can ask me a yeah. question at the end if yeah. you want. Okay, <clears throat> this is the se- segment where I ask <laughs> a question on my Instagram. This week you asked the question. <laughs> I believe on your Instagram as well as mine. I did, yeah. Um, I presume we have a lot of similar answers because I got a lot of the it same answers. It shows you a lot about people as well. I yeah. just kind of want like, a funny little question like that just to kind of... Yeah, totally. People are freaks. People are weird. <laughs> like. Yeah. Um. Okay. I got so many cucumber condoms, Lou. Yeah. The thing. cucumber was, should we say what the question was first? Oh God. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I just launched straight into it. If you don't follow my Instagram, you don't get to know. Okay. Um, follow the hashtag. <laughs> sorry. The question hashtag was, what, what combination of items would you buy to make a cashier feel uncomfortable? So like in a supermarket or whatever, or I don't know why I need, feel the need to explain that a bit more. Like a Walmart um, where you could buy anything. Yeah, kind exactly. of situation. Um, what? So yeah, a lot of fruit condoms, that kind of thing. Somebody's had a raw chicken. <laughs> um, a raw chicken lube and what did you say? Yeah, a raw chicken lube and two packets of Smarties with a load of boxes of condoms. I was like, why are those boxes of Smarties? My sister was the first person to respond. Oh, to beautiful. Mine. Okay. And it was. <laughs> Bulk vegetable oil, cake glitter, spray oh and spray can whipped cream. Okay. I was like, please never say that ever again. Oh, I like that one though. Um that so, was like an interesting one. It yeah, wasn't just just the standard kind something of something penis shaped in a condom. I'm yeah. Like, Come on. Um I got one to say that was funny. JK Rowling autobiography in a shiwi. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's actually but that was a man who said that, so I presume he was like, um, implying that he was trans maybe oh i don't know this one's very murdery it's a roll of clear plastic duct tape a black suit a switchblade gasoline and a cd with stuck in the middle with you on it <laughs> what the fuck stuck in the middle with you it's very specific for mm. the times ahead i have um shrek 2 dvd and absinthe <laughs> <laughs> i have duct tape a roll of plastic two cucumbers Two gallons of oil, a large jar of Vaseline, a package of golf balls, and a stuffed Smurf toy. Oh. <laughs> that I, would, um... I, I was with you until the Smurf toy. Yeah. Um, Just to make it weird, though, I suppose. Yeah, and then my favourite one Really lacking is... imagination. I thought it'd be, like, more kind of <sighs> random things. Yeah, I thought so, too. My, although, I don't know how I'd answer this question, to be fair. Um... I my favorite one was um a Harry Potter box set. That's it. Because <laughs> I agree, Harry Potter is fucking weird. I love it. Oh, oh no! Okay. I was get such, out of my studio. I was such a freak. I was such a Harry Potter freak. Oh, I still am. Like you no, transphobe. No, but like to, well, this is before she was. Canceled. Of course, of course. But like That's to the point, to the point, like when Harry Potter ended. I, 
<laughs> so obviously like I was like kind of the age that, like all the like all the kids in the books were so like I grew okay. up in Harry Potter my entire life and the films and everything so I was obsessed mm-hmm. Draco Malfoy was my first love which explains my taste in men oh and... wow <laughs> that's a choice but, but um I actually there's like there's Harry Potter World in Orlando at like Universal Studios, so it's like a mini like they've literally made Hogwarts okay. at Universal Studios. <laughs> Dork. Yeah. And I applied to work at Universal Studios in the Harry Potter world because I couldn't accept the series ending. No. I still get emails about it today. You did you get in? They just always sent me like audition things and stuff oh. like that. And then by that point I had gone off on tour dancing, so I just like Shit. Who would you, know, you like to have been? Like, Moaning Myrtle? I literally <laughs> <laughs> now I'm glad they didn't do it because I probably would have been a lot weirder than I am now. Oh God, yeah. yeah. Like creative people are weird anyway. Mm-hmm. Theater kids are oh. super weird, <laughs> and then so I can say that as a theater kid. And <laughs> then imagine the people who work in Harry Potter world. Oh God. <laughs> Sorry, guys, but I do hate off. when people like identify as a Harry Potter house. Like, oh, stop. So yeah, this this, so this is actually my question for you. Like one of my personal icks. <laughs> Yes. Is when like on someone's like Instagram bio or something or like their dating profile. Their dating profile. It's like I'm a Ravenclaw or I'm a Slytherin. I'm like, no, you're not. And also like You're a 30-year-old man. You're yes. a 30-year-old man. <laughs> you probably still live at home with your mom, which explains a lot. But like, please don't say that. If you want to have any hope in this dating world, like please, it's public service announcement. Do not put what Harry Potter house you were in yeah. on any kind of social media or dating app. Please. Yeah. I have a similar thing, actually. I yeah. What with, would you with the guy I was with one time? I was like, I almost swiped left on you, and he was like, Why? And I was like, Because you have, you know, those fucking Myers Briggs personality things oh, yeah. in your bio. I was like, They give me the ick so bad. Like, just uh, I'm not gonna fucking study your personality before I go on a date with you. you yeah. Know what I mean? I'm not gonna be like, Oh, he's an INFP. <laughs> Let me find out what that is. Like, fuck off. I have to like start myself from, like googling boys before I go on dates with them now. Oh, that really. Like, you know, he's kind of always curious about what they're, yeah. what they've been at, like. <laughs> Do you think people ever Google you before they go on a date? Probably. Yeah. Everyone does it, like. Yeah. Sometimes I genuinely do shock them when they're like, what do you do? And then I'll be like, yeah. Uh, well, not not in recent times. But like, well, actually, no, in recent times, I'll be like, well, you know. And uh, they'll be like, oh. And then usually by like day three, they're like, you were on first dates. Um, which is annoying. Um, And then... I definitely have like a ton of other icks. I, I, I might do, maybe I should bring you back for an episode about icks. The icks, yeah. Yeah, we should make a list and we'll, we'll, we'll do, do an poem. episode of icks sometime. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, oh, it's you very topical. But, oh, <laughs> I have so many icks. Yeah, that's like, I could tell because stories I'm on the as spot, well. I can't <laughs> think of them. Okay, amazing. Let's, I'm, I'm booking you for that already. I'll be back. Um, <laughs> she'll be back. So, yeah, I think that's it. Um, that was fun. Thank you for your gorgeous question where everyone <laughs> answered fruit. Um, I have I'll some... have a better question next time, I promise. That was a good question. I thought people would have been kind of funnier about yeah. it, but they let me down a little bit, to be honest. Yeah, it was a bit maybe our followers are losers. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Okay. Fun. Thank you to my brilliant producer, Niall Duggan. Thank you to DJ Succulent for my wonderful <laughs> music. Thank you to the Bernard Shaw for hosting us and having drinks, or giving us our drinks. And thank you, Gillian Mossop, for being my gorgeous guest. I've actually had a ball today. I this saw, was really right? fun. I a giggle. I love this. Yeah. Should we start our own podcast? <laughs> we should, actually, yeah. <laughs> thank you for having okay. me. Thank you, and that's it. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs>